Hello and welcome to another episode of Poems for the Speed of Life. It's Tuesday, April the 4th, 2023. Today's poem is Home Thoughts from Abroad by Robert Browning. Robert Browning was an English poet of the 19th century, seen as a giant of Victorian literature. His body is interred at Poet's Corner in Westminster Abbey in London. Many of Browning's poems are long, some are book length, and are often seen as difficult. He was as much a philosopher and psychologist who expressed his philosophical theories and psychological observations in poetic form. But this poem, probably now his best known, is short and easily accessible. Critics have pointed out the political tension behind this poem. Browning was writing about the natural and pastoral beauty of England at a time when the British Empire's colonization efforts were in full flow. That might be a valid observation, but revisionist history is fraught with problems. Who knows how we might have behaved in a past we can scarcely imagine. Instead, I think about this poem in the context not of the political, but of the personal. Browning had left England to live in Italy for many years. He died in Venice. In the poem, we witness one man's powerful yearning for home. We also see how, when distance comes between us and where we believe we belong, we always manage somehow to romanticize the things we think we love, even if our decisions have taken us away from them. There may be something for us to consider here as we look at our own lives, at who or what we love or where we might feel we belong, and ask whether our decisions are bringing us closer or moving us further away. Home Thoughts from Abroad by Robert Browning Oh, to be in England, now that April's there, and whoever wakes in England sees some morning unaware that the lowest boughs and the brushwood sheaf round the elm tree bowl are in tiny leaf, while the chaffinch sings on the orchard bough in England now. And after April when May follows and the white throat bills and all the swallows, hark where my blossomed pear tree in the hedge leans to the field and scatters on the clover, blossoms and dewdrops at the bent spray's edge. That's the wise thrush. He sings each song twice over, lest you should think he never could recapture the first fine careless rapture. And though the fields look rough with hoary dew, all will be gay when noontide wakes anew the buttercups, the little children's dower, far brighter than this gaudy melon flower. Thank you for listening. I'll see you again next time.